Hello to you. I hope you are doing well. Welcome to another episode of the What If We Keep It Real podcast. I am your host, Ben Oden. And I'm your host, Henry Sondo. Sasa jambo ambalo tunaligusia leo ni jambo nyeti kidogo wanasema waswahili. Um, we'll kick it off with a statement. And the statement is this. I want to have sex, then get married. Now, why that statement? Kwa sababu, as Christians, uh, now we're speaking here to people, I mean to anyone really, but the core audience are people who believe um, in the Christian doctrine. Now, the Christian doctrine says, kwamba, hauruhusiwi kushiriki kwenye tendo la kujamiana kama haupo kwenye ndoa. In fact, kwenye Kiswahili tena unapenda sana kwa sababu kwa Kiingereza wanasema nini sex kwa Kiswahili uh, tendo la ndoa. So Kiswahili ndani kiko more very clear kwamba hili tendo lipo designated kwenye ndoa. Uh, wao wanafanya huku shughuli za nje hizi ni wanajamiana au kama mtu au ni waashirati wanasema waswahili. Uh, so in Christian doctrine, you know, you're not allowed to take part in a sexual act if you're not married. So in essence, you get married then you have sex but in actuality in practice if you look around you realize that no 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 i want to have sex then get married now very few explicitly put it like that especially christians verbally you're like i'm gonna get married then i'm gonna have sex but in practice how Many people live their lives, people who profess to be Christians. Now, and I'm saying this, I don't have necessarily like actual statistics, like it's based on observation and, you know, uh, complaints from a chungaji who we believe that they know more than uh, the rest of us. They know their congregation. If you hear what they're saying, they're always complaining about uh, sexual impurity in the churches, sexual impurity in the community. So we, we, we draw this from what your leaders are saying. Um, so, yeah, so there's a problem where people profess to only want to have sex after they get married but in practice people say i want to have sex then get married and so that that's what we'll be talking about today uh this sexual premarital sex is it is it a good approach to say you know what i'm going to have sex first and get married what does god say about it i think many of us really know what god says about it uh but why why aren't we following it why aren't we doing it now the good thing is that um i'm married recently married um and Henry's not. Who told you? Who told me that you're not married? Mm. I was never invited to the wedding, dude. Okay. So I would okay. presume that I would mail off, bro. Fair enough. Yeah, so so you you hear from both perspectives. Of course, I have lived it. I've been in singleness. I've gone through dating and everything. And now I'm married. And, you know, what was that experience like? And Henry can give you his experience, his dating. Uh, so what, what that's like. Um, and of Who course... Who told we, you that I'm dating? I know your girl, bro. Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, so so that's how it's gonna play out. Um, let me ask you a question, Henry. Why do you think it's <laughs> why do you think it's hard for people to wait until marriage to have sex? Um, well, this is pretty simple for me. Well, first of all, before you get to that, I think let's just establish one thing. Are you a virgin? Huh? No, it, 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 it's an honest question. Have you engaged in sexual sin? Have, have you committed uh, what it called? sexual sin, an act of sexual sin, whatever? I, I have known a woman before. 
you have known a woman before. You're yeah. going biblical, all the way biblical. You have known a woman before. I have known a woman before. Okay, so let's set the record straight. And I have known, before marriage now, I have committed the sin. So both of us clearly in our singleness, we had dipped. Uh, so yeah, why do you think it's hard for people to actually wait Jesus until marriage to have sex? <laughs> what? You just throw out a punch to begin with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. It's the way we're created, man. I think I think it's just the way we're created. We're created, I, I believe. So you think that God destined us to fail, doomed us to like... No, no, I say God created us as sexual beings, you know, with with desires and mm-hmm. and and wants and certain things that the body reacts to, you mm-hmm. know. It's almost like like this fire. It's it's a fire that that can't be quenched. It's it's a it's a I don't should I say a beautiful destructive fire, you know that is put in there, you know, mm-hmm. as a gift though. Mm-hmm. I I believe that it was given as as a gift. Now, the issue is why people want to have sex before marriage. Mm. So many things. Mm. Give me one. Well, number one is you grow up seeing certain things. Let me tell you, when I grew up, I remember I used to start feeling some kind of way before I even. Knew a woman before I even held a woman. Well, that's tough. That's a lie. Before I, before I even kissed a woman, mm-hmm. I didn't know what it meant to, to to kiss a woman. But I can tell you for sure, if I saw it on TV, I knew what my my body was saying. You know, mm-hmm. I felt as your, your body was responding to was responding what you were to, visually to, to seeing. What I was visually seeing, even mm-hmm. though I did not know what it mm-hmm. was, it was I just knew it was. You know, yeah, you're drawn to that. Energy. I was drawn to, for some reason. I was yeah. drawn to it and. And my body reacted um, rather positively, mm-hmm. you know, to that experience. So, number one, just by watching the things we watched. Now, you know, when we, were, when we were younger, when when a scene came up, even first of all, we didn't even have sexual scene, like uh, sex scenes in Tanzania. They'd always cut it out, right? Mm-hmm. But then we started with like you'd always have that kissing scene, you know. And I'd always cover my eyes because well, number one, we were with your parents. Yeah, you know, so you couldn't fathom looking at some people, adults doing some yeah. funny business. Like, you know, at the same time, uh, just generally, I was, I was, a, I was a shy kid. Mm. You know, that I just felt, what are they doing? You know, that's crazy. And there's always white people. I'm like, these white people are crazy, man. Mm. <laughs> I don't remember seeing Kunta Kinte and all these things. Never, you know. Mm. But um. So number one is, is I guess that is, was before all the dear white people and whatnot. Anyway, man, uh-huh. listen, that was way back in the day. Mm. Not that we're we're old. <laughs> <laughs> <It> was just, <laughs> um, so the things we, we um, I watched, I don't really think about the music because the music I listened to back then wasn't really sexual. Ah, uh, bro, you never listened to uh, Keith Sweat, man. He was nasty. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't recognize that. I, yeah. I listened to. Pony, I think I, but I, think, I didn't know what. I think I heard all the old, old, old Jamaican joints. Um, oh, there was that girl I want to make you sweat. First of all, I thought that was a <laughs> no, working out song. That was, that was a dude, girl I want to make you sweat, right? Yes. So you thought like uh, do you want to take the girl to the gym or something? Bruh, like I workout this, routine. I, eh? I knew this. Get on that treadmill, girl. When I grew up, <laughs> you know, that's when I was like, oh, damn. So the genuines of the world, <laughs> yeah. the Keith sweats of the world, the R. Kelly's, all these people were yeah, talking R. about. R. Kelly was nasty, though. Talk about, but I didn't know at the time. Yeah. So I can't really say. Maybe it did affect me, you know, subconsciously, but I I didn't yeah. know what I was. So I did not respond to that. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, that made that uh, I think that made me and makes a lot of people uh, want to have sex. Yeah. It's just the people, man. Your peers. 
Mm-hmm. Your peers, people who number one, have for some reason dipped in there. Yeah. For whatever reason, they were able to dip in, whether yeah. be it because of abuse, because there's still older women who finagle with with young men. Yeah. You know, and so people have their experiences early on. There's damage to that, but that's for another day. So people who have engaged in that. And now they've tasted of the forbidden fruit. Mm. When they start talking to you about these things, you're like, damn. I want to have me a piece of that fruit. I want to have me a piece of that fruit. And then the last and but not least is the biggest issue of them all. Yeah. Is pornography. Mm. When when you're younger, you know, when you used to find magazines, start with magazines, and you'd be like, I'm looking at a picture and it's making me feel some kind. She's not she's she's there naked, you mm. know. <clears throat> and now that's making me feel some kind of way. To fast forward now, your brother's locking himself, mm. or your cousin is locking himself, or your uncle is locking themselves yeah. in a room with with the VCR. <laughs> Kids these days probably don't know yeah. what VCR is. This it's a tape, man. That, <laughs> that, 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 tape. that tape would get around the entire neighborhood. Man, I'm trying to tell you, turn out it's like an appointment. blue. Because they're blue and because they're eggs, of course, absolutely. And, and I don't know what the hell blue meant. Yeah, I have no idea why they called it blue, though. But at least yeah. X, X yeah, X-rated, you get it. So, yeah. so from that, then the curiosity, and then they would let you in because you're younger, and then you'd see, okay, why is this? There's something happening here. Mm. And then your brothers or your cousins or whoever would start telling you how to actually release that, mm. you know? And then suddenly you go, okay, I'm releasing this, but... I'm doing this here, but what I'm seeing there, that's being done in a different way. Mm. So what's out there, you know? And and that was for years, mm. you know? So not to speak on my own story, maybe I, I will, but um, but those were all things that had me curious. Mm. And not only to just have sex, but to, also, to actually have that orgasm. Like mm. I, I just, I didn't care for a woman at the beginning. Mm. I just, as soon as I tasted what he meant to like Come. release, mm. I was like, damn, that's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. You know, so that's where it started from. Mm. You know, and I think a lot of people are, are victims of that to yeah. this day. Yeah, I think, I think um, the introduction when, you, when you've tasted uh, and seen that ejaculation is fantastic. Um, why are you laughing, dude? <laughs> it's like you customized the Bible verse. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Yeah, taste and see that the ejaculation is fantastic. I Sorry, think, Jesus. That was... No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No, I know. I know. I'm but not I'm just saying to the word me. Of God or no, I yeah. know. But I'm just saying. Um, yeah, so I think when you've done that, it's hard to go back. I think people who have a better chance of making it are... And I'm not saying this in a discouraging way, but people who are virgins. Because I mean, you're not... You, you, the urge... The virgin is fighting is very different because I wouldn't urges do are there, of course. Yeah, they're all there. So, and, and that's what I was saying. Yeah, that those urges are inbuilt. Mm. It, it, I think <clears throat> God had created it in such a way that no matter what you do, you get to a certain age and a woman touches you, you you're going to feel some kind of way, mm, some sensation. Because there are people in the village who don't go through this. They don't see pornography. They don't. Do anything as a matter of fact. Forget, forget about the village, okay? A, 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 a thousand years ago. Exactly. No, no TV, no magazine. Exactly. People were still getting down. Exactly. And, and, and even, they were even stricter back in the day. Probably they wouldn't even encourage their kids to have sex. Yeah, and back they in the day. They were strict about it. But still, a woman touches you. 
There's yeah, some name. kind of feeling. So, so you know it's energy. It's energy that's always been around, you know, throughout the history of mankind. It's it does you don't need to see a video, you don't need to see anything no. for that to be triggered. Absolutely it's not. just it's there, you know. So now it's hard because I to make an nini janita chumbeza. Okay, the natural urge you have on top of that triggers kama pembeni. And add on top of that, if you have committed the act, now you are fighting the urge, you're fighting the triggers, and you're fighting history, precedence, right? Yeah. You're fighting all of that stuff. Compared to someone who's a virgin, they're just fighting, fighting that the knowledge that you already Exactly. Know. You've already seen, you've already tasted. So now you're fighting that, like, how do I... Triple threat. Bro, when you read the Bible and God is saying, don't engage in this act, for those of us who have, you understand, like, ah, what God was saying. It becomes a lot harder to just stay pure and remain pure on this journey. Any of the temptation to go back is is even harder. But I think dating, bro, any dating in the 21st century uh, without getting in, you know, involved in the act is... Because I think, I believe media plays part in pushing this narrative. All the movies that we watch, mm-hmm. the highlight, if it's a rom-com, the highlight is when they first kiss or when they first have sex. And the first sexual encounter, it's it's magical. Just think of it's all your this. think of all your rom coms. It's like the fir- like the fir- it's a big moment. So even growing up, you watch you're like, so I guess that's the highlight of any relationship between a man and a woman. It's like any you remove that, then I don't recall watching a movie. Um I don't recall. I I, I to this day I don't recall ever watching a movie where they meet, they date, and then they get married, uh, and then they, maybe Braveheart. Cinderella. I don't, I don't remember, I just know someone lost, somebody Cinder- lost a shoe, but Cinderella I don't. Cinderella with Brandy, or I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, Black I, I, Queen, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I've seen the movie, but I was, a, you know, I was very young, and I never went back and rewatched the movie or any of the remakes, so I don't really know. But maybe Braveheart, uh, but, but even, yeah, and actually even Braveheart, because Braveheart is a Christian movie, and uh, Randall Wallace, the writer, is also a Christian who believes certain things, so maybe that explains that. But I think, overall, the narrative that's been pushed is that you got to have sex before you get married and dating now without i don't think it's mm, well let's fix that no, I no, no. Think that, no 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 the world is pushing that narrative it's okay dude. You, we, i can disagree well, how, how, what, you think the world is pushing a different narrative i don't think it's pushing that uh you need to have sex before you're married i think we conclude that the narrative that they're putting out there is man sex is so good that whatever you do don't miss out that's well, the thing. It's the same. No, it's it, not really You're saying the exact same thing I'm saying. I'm not saying the same thing because if you don't want to miss out, you could date, you could see a person within three weeks and get married if you want. The people who have nah. done that. Now, you, okay. But they're just saying, whatever you do, this thing is so good mm-hmm. that you ought to have a taste of it. Mm-hmm. That's all. The issue of before marriage, that is a whole different issue. The issue of before marriage is whatever fears people have. Yeah. You know, but uh, but it's, 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 the, it's about the here and now. Mm. It's about... This will provide you instant gratification. Mm. Forget about the covenant that you're in. Forget mm. about God at this moment. Mm-hmm. First of all, they don't want to think about God anyways. Mm-hmm. But it's about here and now. Here and now. Yes. You're missing out. And, and I think that's the problem. Maybe It's the short-term thinking. Um, we all, I guess, have this, you know, just 
short-term thinking. We're thinking of now. You know, I, I, I want to feel good now. I want to get in. And, and let's be honest here, man. Sex does feel good. Let's just keep it all the way real, right? Is that a statement or a question? That's a statement okay, with exclamation man. marks and like uppercase. And it, every, sex is fantastic. Uh, you know, the funny thing is this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we were both two single guys, mm. I'd be cheering you on like, yeah. <laughs> but we're married. I'm so, married to the other so side. So now, <laughs> when you say that, it's a different but now it's a Hilotendo. Mimi ni kishiriki. Naitua tendo takatifu laibada. Mungu anakako nyikitichake cha enzi ya kiangalia, anasema, My son. Here we go. <laughs> Wewe ukishiriki kwenye hilo tendo, naitua tendo la udhalimu. Tendo la udhalimu. Yani ukifanya hilo tendo hilo, your great high priest, inabidi pale ya kukingia kifua kwa mungu pale. So yeah, man. Persevere, man. Hold on. You'll get to the other side. Don't worry. Well, <laughs> you'll get to the other side. Do you, do you know what the feeling of no, engaging in the act and not having to repent? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, not when you were heathen, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, as a Christian. No. But yeah. I, I, the Christian, I Sex don't is know. great, man. For, for for everyone who's not married, man. Just you know, kazamoyo. But the point here is this: is that it's hard. Let's just keep it all the way real. It's hard, and uh, people are struggling. And I think. One of the reasons you've said, yeah, it's yeah, true, because what well, on one hand, um, people want, you know, you've people, many of us have, were introduced to the act pretty early on. When we were very young, we were introduced to this thing. Uh, and so by the time you are mature enough to think for yourself, you know, either your teenage years or your late teens, you've, you already have a certain level of bondage uh, to this act and to this thing. Um, and on top of that, I think I would say another reason to add on is that people are longing for companionship. That intimacy, that connection with another human being. And we have tied that intimacy and that connection with another person through the act of sex. Like I'm close to I'm closest to you if we engage in this in this act. So it's almost like a, sex is a means to intimacy for some people. Um, and I think maybe this could probably be more, more I guess, true for women than it is for men. Um, and Sasa, in, in preparation for this episode, I had reached out to uh, a friend of mine. He's a doctor, like he's doctor, doctor. He's like medical and a PhD doctor. Um, and he, I attended a conference where he spoke and he spoke about, you know, the science behind premarital sex. Because throughout my years in the church, I've heard this thing called, uh, what is this called? What? Spiritual, what? Spiritual ties. Is it spiritual ties, spiritual bonds? Spiritual ties. Spiritual ties. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, spiritual ties. Yeah, so I've, I've heard about that. And I, was, and I, and I always struggled to, that, with that idea. I'm like, what? <clears throat> Ah, uh, you have sex, so you're tied to a hundred spirits. I, I don't know. Ah, soul ties. Soul ties, sorry. Yeah. Soul ties. Yeah, I don't know where I stand with that situation. I don't know if I believe it. I don't know if I don't. It's not in the Bible, so I, I, I'm, I'm skeptical. I don't know. But the way this doctor explained it, I'm like, this makes complete sense. And I'm, guess maybe, and I'm guessing this is maybe where some of these spiritual soul ties or this idea came from. I don't know. But he says that... The reason sex is designated for marriage, now he's talking about God's design, is that God has designed man and woman. And his design is that you would come together 
at the stage and at the level of marriage. And to make sure that this joins two people, the oneness, you know, the two shall become one. Um, he has engineered certain things in the mind, in the brain of a woman and the man. Akasema, <clears throat> every time uh, an act of sex happens, two hormones are released in the mind of a woman, in the brain of a woman and the man. Two hormones. And then he said, when a man has sex, uh, dopamine is released when he ejaculates. Dopamine is released. Now, dopamine for, many, many people know, it's an addictive substance, an, an addictive hormone, sorry. Dopamine is an addictive hormone. So every time a man has sex and he ejaculates, dopamine is released in his brain. So God's design is that, okay, you're married to this woman. You're going to become one with this woman. So when you, whenever you have sex, you're addicted. You want more of that. I don't know if you put this so people can become one or people can procreate. I don't know. But I think you have sex and the man's reaction after the hormone is released is I want more. Addiction. And that's why even people who, um, guys who, uh, what is it, masturbation, we talked about this, is that you masturbate, you ejaculate, you want to go a second round. You want to go, you know, you want to do it again tomorrow because it's an, the hormone that's released is an addictive hormone. So it pushes you to engage again and again and again. But then he said, when a woman has sex and she, you know, also has an orgasm, uh, oxytocin is released. Now, oxytocin is a bonding hormone. It's a hormone that, you know, helps people to bond, uh, to build trust, to connect with someone. Akasema, it's the same hormone that's released every time a woman breastfeeds. So that, the bond between the mother and the child is different than so every time people, two people have sex, the guy is addicted, the woman is bonding to the homeboy. And so you can see how this can be dangerous when it's done, it's done outside of marriage without that security of the covenant. So you're engaging in a sexual act. As a dude, you're getting addicted to this sex. No matter homies would lie, they would do whatever it takes to get some. Because they're junkies. And it's, you're addicted. It's like you're addicted to crack. And so you'll do whatever it takes to get you an ounce or whatever so you can sniff, be high, and until the next time you're high again. And women... People are like, ah, you know, why is she clinging? Why is she this and that? Because she, she's bonded to you. There's like bonding and now it's hard for her to let go. It wasn't just an act for her. She's bonding. You're addicted and you just want a piece uh, of that. She's bonded and she wants you. So then, and you see now, if you look around, you hear stories. Women are always complaining about, you know, dudes just, uh, you know, getting engaged in the act and they bounce onto the next thing because for them it's an addiction. I just, want to, I just want this hormone released again to a woman she's connected to you. So you can see how from the scientific point of view, this is a dangerous situation if you're not married because you're bonding to somebody with no guarantee that they will be there to you because they're not committed to you. You have no covenant to hold you guys together. There isn't there. It's just not there. And as a guy as well, you're engaging in an act where you're getting addicted First of all, you're getting addicted in a sinful situation um, and you want more and you're not married. And of course, you're going to have more. I, in fact, I would like to quote what he told me. And I thought it was hilarious. I actually laughed when he said this. Akasema, Nahi, anongira sayo dopaminio, Nahi ndio enawepeleke vijana wengi wakishiriki kwenye ndoa na binti wakati wa mahusiano 
yani ataendelea kutaka tena na tena na tena na anaweza katubu hata mara mia lakini haachi labda uhusiano uvunjwe so he was, he was saying that and I, and I thought it was hilarious because it's true because this translate is someone who that. Eh? translate that translate in english oh yeah yeah so basically what he's saying is that um, if a guy is engaged in a premarital situation and he's having sex and this dopamine is released this dude would repent up to a hundred times god forgive me never again but you're addicted you go back again and you do it again god forgive me again so the only solution becomes in the relationship to break up or some radical supernatural thing to happen to you and then you check out of that situation and no matter it's a lot easier for people to actually live a life of purity away from relationships but not in a relationship because you're addicted and your substance is right there and then of course you, you want to make this worse two people living together without being married together then that's it's even harder to step away because you're addicted and you go to bed every day with your substance right there. So I think when you look at the science part of it, it's very obvious that the wise thing to do would not you know would be not to engage in this act because sababu clearly as a guy you'll get addicted and you don't want to get addicted to sin. And substance zipo kila kona hapa mjini. Now I'm not saying that in any demeaning way by the way. I'm just just an analogy. And as a woman You don't want to engage in an act where you're bonding to an individual who's not committed to you. And you can be in a relationship, but relationship is not a commitment. Marriage vows, that's the commitment. The marriage covenant, that's the commitment. Well, here, that's the scientific point of view. And what he was saying um, when he was speaking at this conference is that the science tells it all. Don't. Just think for yourself. Don't do it. But at the same time, people believe that, you know what? Without sex, maybe the relationship would not be as intimate. And so I was like, okay, is it true that intimacy can only be achieved through sex? And the truth is, it's not. Now, there's an author uh, called Alice uh, Freiling. I don't know if I'm saying his name, her name correctly. Uh, she wrote an article that says, why wait for sex? Now, she says that genital sex is an expression of intimacy, an expression of intimacy, not the means to intimacy. We treat sex as a means to intimacy, that if I have sex with you, I'm going to get close. Because a woman thinks like that because, of course, of that bonding hormone that's released. Um, And a guy, you know, thinks that because, you know, I'm quenching my addiction. Uh, but true intimacy, she says, springs from verbal and emotional communion, separate from sex. True intimacy is built on a commitment to honesty, love, and freedom. True intimacy is not primarily a sexual encounter. Intimacy, in fact, has almost nothing to do with our sex organs. A prostitute may expose her body and her relationships are hardly intimate. Um, so there's that. And so I think if it's hard for you to just take God on his word when he says don't have sex before marriage, I think the science also kind of proves why it's not a good idea to have sex before you're married. Um, we, 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 we actually, we, we know that. We know that truth. Yeah. Right? Especially as Christians, we know, we know that truth because that is contained in the word of God. Mm -hmm. But then the main question here is what we posed in the beginning is, mm -hmm. If we know, then what is still taking us to that point? So, 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 me, I'll speak from, I think we, we, we show this on the, what is it, the Huffington Post, right? The article that I sent you. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, so, so we saw this article, and I think, you know, it was interesting because the article is titled Sex Before Marriage, Five Reasons Every Couple Should Do It. And, and as, as I was reading, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, these are some of the concerns that I had before God transformed my mind. 
And I said, you know what? I've had many conversations with a lot of guys who have some of these concerns. I don't know if they apply to women. I can't speak uh, from a woman's perspective, but I can speak from a guy's perspective. Now, the five things that they have listed that, you know, these are the five reasons you want to do. The first thing is sexual chemistry. Um, she says that our bodies wanted different things from one another. So what we ended up with was a horizontal battle. I would hear marriage girlfriends talk about the joys of makeup sex and continue to sip my coffee in silence. Now she's quoting someone here. We would fight and then have bad sex and then fight even more. Uh, every flaw in our marriage and in him seemed much more miserable when combined with the possibility of faking orgasms until death did we part. There was a relief. Six months into the, our marriage, the idea of separating seemed more appealing than, you know, the headaches of the marriage. And of course, this is someone who kept pure until the wedding night. So she's complaining that, you know what, I waited all the way till marriage and then got into marriage and sex was horrible. There was no chemistry. No sexual chemistry. You know what? Let's just <clears throat> let's just start with that right there. Yeah. So you know, mm -hmm. go ahead. The worst part about this chemistry—that's the first of all—that's a lie. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> when you're in chemistry, you know mm -hmm. when things react once you mix them together, right? Mm -hmm. And mix them together means they become one. So if you bring two, if you bring potassium and whatever mm -hmm. together right mm -hmm. next to each other, nothing happens. But if you mix them, mm -hmm. that's when it happens, right? Mm -hmm. And so we tend to think that uh, that sexual chemistry will only be found to be existent or non-existent mm -hmm. if we actually join two bodies into one. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that is true. I believe you know that there is sexual chemistry, sexual tension. Mm -hmm. Because I believe in chemistry, there, there has to be a pull closer, uh -huh. you know. Because there's some women you've met, they just go, no, dude. No, I'm, I just, eh, you just go through. Not that you're not beautiful. I'm just. Yeah. And then there's some women who've seen some men. They're just like, eh, dude, just keep moving, man. Uh -huh. you, you're good looking and all, but, yeah. eh, you know, uh -huh. there's no pull here. Uh -huh. And I believe that sexual chemistry. Mm. And what's Msisimko in English? Uh, sensation, what is it? Let's, let's just use sensation. Yeah. You know, you don't bring any, you don't arise any sensations out of me. You, no sensual eruption. Exactly. No sensual eruption happens during sex. Yeah. Most people go into sex because I have been sexually, sexually stimulated, uh, stimulated yeah. prior to us even having yeah. sex. It could be by the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you sit. Yeah. When we just sit close enough, Man, something happens. You've heard people like, I don't like the way she does A, B, C, D, but my God, I just don't know what it is. Come on, people like Jezebel. And when this woman passes, it's a problem mm -hmm. for me. So I believe sexual chemistry starts from there. Now, and this is the issue that a lot of people fall into. This is not the first article I've actually read where people are complaining, oh, yeah. it's bad sex because there's no sexual chemistry. Mm -hmm. It's because most of the times, I'm not calling it settling, mm -hmm. but even while dating, people people block mm -hmm. these these areas in their brain. Kumba, let me date without feeling attracted to someone. Mm. So let me date the man of God, the woman this, of God. Yeah, no. Tamani Baba. Mm -hmm. Like Tamani Tana. As in desi desires in Kumba in your eyes, they're beautiful, they're attractive. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. Not Tamani ku, 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 Lust. Kuonja. No, not Tamas <laughs> lust. You know. Uh -huh. But uh but um but 
be attracted to someone. Let your eyes say glory, glory, glory. Mm -hmm. You know, that there's something, you know, it's just eh, something's brewing, you mm -hmm. know, when you're dating. Even if you if if you're one of those guys or women that likes to pray to God, so you need it for, for specifics mm -hmm. with men men. That's why some people encourage you. What you want. Which one? Because when you want to see a quoting, bro. What? Yani hapo shoti natokea muda wote. Which one? Huyu anamzungumzia wewe sasa. Yuko. That like what you yani see. Kama ukiona hivi, unajua moyo mapigo yanaongezeka kwamba ni hapo hiyo ni nasema kama waya ambao una coating ile ni on top kwamba yani hapo waya ukigusa tu unakula shoti. No, no but, but I understand what you're saying though. I completely understand yeah. and I completely agree with what you're saying kwamba it's, it's important to make sure that you have you're physically attracted Absolutely. to the person you are dating. Kwa sababu that's going to come in handy. Absolutely. In your marriage bed, you Absolutely. Kwayo, yeah, I definitely agree with you. So we can, we, I can just go ahead and say this is a this is a lie. But I think look at it this way. I think, um, and I've heard someone say this, Kamba. Okay, so you're attracted to each other, right, on a physical level. I'm mean, engaged in an act, but you're attracted mm -hmm. to each other. Lakini, like, what you don't realize is that uh, the girl you're dating is into BDSM. Let's say, right? Okay. Um, so let's say you're both engaged in sex. No, no, you're not having sex. Like you're not virgins per se. Mm -hmm. She's had her experiences. You've had yours, uh -huh. and and now you've decided to recommit yourself to the Lord mm -hmm. and be pure and everything like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. Because she is bondage So she's into kinky stuff. Super kinky stuff. Okay. Well, homeboy, you just like it easy. Right. Yani, your sexual, uh, I don't know what to call them, but yeah, yani, your, your sexual appetite, your sexual um, practices are just basic. Right. homeboy. Yani, you come with a whip, you Christian cuff me. <laughs> yes. Yani, you do the whole thing. Mjomba kule, yani wewe ukifika kule wewe bana, yani you explain kama home chick is going to be chilled na vitu kama hivyo. Umeona? This chick will definitely be disappointed and you will also not necessarily be happy because it's going to for you is going to be too much. Like come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um no. Kwa hiyo kwamba and I think that's a that's an honest concern kwamba bana asep. Yes, we're attracted to each other. Lakini like, what's if our if you're going to speak about that, yeah. if you're going to say it was disappointing, then at least open up and be like why? So in your example, the only reason why that is going to be disappointed is because, as she said, the most intimate thing is verbal communication. Yes. No one communicated that issue. Exactly. No one talked about what is and, your and, and, sexual and, preference. And, and I think that's the problem, is that a lot of people when they're dating is that they don't talk about this. Right. What, what are you into, though? Because mm -hmm. you would know pretty early on. But that's the issue, though. Yeah. It goes back again to the way most of us are raised, mm -hmm. especially those who've been raised in, in the church. Mm -hmm. So those who've been raised in a in in, in a Pentecostal church, ah. even much more, ah, much out. even worse, those who've been raised in a black Pentecostal church, T A G style. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm not talking about T A G as the umbrella, but mm. I'm giving you an example of what it looks like to have a black church, right? Yeah, but we don't mean that, <laughs> but. Kumba, you cannot talk about sex. Mm. Well, how dare you talk about your preferences and, and mm. all these things? No, here's the thing. I think people have to get to a point where you move away from church traditions to the Bible. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll talk about this. Because if you're primarily loyal to your church, your local church, your denomination, whatever, you are robbing yourself of the eternal truth of God. Because some of these uh, stands that churches have are not biblical. They're just traditional. 
uh, your leaders in the church are very conservative and they make everyone else not engage to do those things because the Bible it's just their own personal preferences but I think the Bible you read the Bible you realize the Bible it's an open debate there's an entire book about sex in the Bible yeah, I know you've read The Principle of the Path yeah I have The Principle of the Path talks about there's a there's a section that talks about uh, how the Bible is not boring it's not boring. There's certain, for example, this specific paragraph talks about there's certain books you should read at a certain time. Mm-hmm. For example, it says Ecclesiastes. Mm-hmm. Just read when you're above 40. You, you, I know you've read that part. No. It uh, says no, Ecclesiastes no. read when you're 40. And then there's another line that uh, says, if you think the Bible is boring, read the Songs of Solomon. Mm-hmm. However, in brackets, please, only do this once you're married. That's my point. <laughs> so, so, Solomon, any... Christian Grey has nothing on King Solomon if he is the author of that book. Well, Grey is cuckoo, brother. I know, but King Solomon. King, King so- Solomon says it with, with passion. And poetry. And poetry. But my point here is yeah, this. Like, my po- that yeah, exactly. But sake. I think it's good people to have these conversations. No, absolutely. Straight up. And I think, you know, uh, before Tina and I got married, we did have these conversations. Like, yo, what are you into? What are you into? Because right. it's very important to get on the same page. Okay. Sexual chemistry, in terms of, okay, you're physically attracted to each other, like you want the same things. Or at least closer to each other. Okay, whatever your partner is into, uh, it's something you can, you know, Deliver, yeah, and whatever you yeah. way to compromise, and whatever you're into, you know? she should, and especially go out to Ambatari and Michelle engage when you have If you're both virgins, fantastic, and you don't you don't even know what you want. You'll figure it out when you're married. Like any, if you have engaged, then I think it's paramount to have the conversations. Now, the second thing that she brought up in this article, she said, "Komba, the second reason you should have sex before you're married is sexual identity." Of course, happen on Komba Europe. Uh, like, are you straight? Are you bi? Are you all of those things? Now, no, no. I think it's a legitimate thing. It is a legitimate thing. Yeah. They're virgins. They've never had sex. Lakini, they have the urge both towards uh, same sex and towards the opposite sex. All of those things. You have to engage. Now, again, if you are in a relationship, in a Christian relationship, equally yoked and everything, sexual identity is something you would pick up. Either you would pick up or the spirit would tell you, like something would be off. I, I, I'm a firm believer that something would be off about the other person. And I've heard stories of, you know, somebody's coming out like, you know, you're 20 years down the line and everything else, but something would be off and you'd and people who go into it probably ignore it. Just like, you know, if somebody is being unfaithful to you when you're dating, if somebody's doing some dodgy things to you when you're dating, then you'd pick something, but our brain has a tendency of like ignoring some of these things that we pick up and continuing on. So I don't think this is a at least to me it's not a legitimate one. Yeah. And then of course the Well, fit- well it's just, it's not a legitimate one, but you mm-hmm. understand why they bring it up, especially in our generation now. Mm. Whereby it's it's a scary time. I think it's re- well. It was there out there since then, mm-hmm. but then still people people are coming out right now. Now it seems to be the right thing to do. It seems to be, you know, people are trying to um, normalize mm. uh, certain things that maybe the Christian brother or sister might view it as as being sinful. Yeah. People are like, 
no, 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 being this is okay. Mm-hmm. Being that is okay. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, because people are shy, maybe people are embarrassed to, to, to come up, people just, people just nipping in the bud. Mm. You know, oh, tena, tena, we don't have to have sex before marriage. Ah, kumbetali yoko kumbetali safari. Yeah, of course, the, you know? the, the, the brothers who, or sisters who do yeah. that kind of thing. Because I remember, like, for me, even before becoming a Christian, I remember the first time I, I knew, man, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting a hug today, mm. like, from a girl I actually like. Mm. Bro, do you know 5G was ready to go? Mm-hmm. Just by the thought of me getting a hug, me mm-hmm. being embraced by a woman. Mm. So right there... To me, I don't know if that's the case, but to me, right there, I didn't. First of all, I didn't know this issue about being um, playing for the other team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right there, me that told me, mm. I say, me, I, I, you know, I'm I'm very very attracted to to, to this woman and, mm-hmm. and women. Therefore, mm-hmm. so I think I think that is that is a is a is a is a concern, especially at this time, because mm, this thing is running rampant. Yeah, true. So yeah, again, if you see. Things like, you know, as a red flag, do not, never ignore a red flag. Right. It could be a God's blessing. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So, of course, the, the other thing that uh, they talk about is sex itself. They say not everyone is great in bed. Uh, and most people don't start out very good at all. A lot of good sex is about listening to your partner and being able to respond accordingly. But how do you know if someone is a good listener or responder unless you try it first? And the whole point happened in Kwambabana. Sex, of course, gets better in time. Lakini, it only gets better if the other person or both of you guys are good listeners and you implement whatever in, uh, feedback your partner is giving you. Uh, if you're not, sex doesn't get better in time. It gets worse. Kwa hiyo, gauge to see if this other person is actually a good listener and when it comes to uh, sex. And uh, Well, again, again, let's mm-hmm. backtrack on that issue. Mm-hmm. Sex itself. Again, that does not make you go into marriage quicker. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make you have sex before marriage. It doesn't. No. It really. It, it's. It's not a. It's not a push for that. If your issue is is that, then no, I'm not going verbal communication from the get go in mm-hmm. everything. Let's just lay everything bare and be like, okay, listen, A, B, C, D. I'm this kind of guy. I like this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like to talk the big talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the problem. Mm-hmm. People like the big talk of the woman or the guy. Puts your dare on it, and then you have to fall. Like in, a, in terms of just sex itself, I would remove that mm. right now because the only way to figure it out is to have sex. Mm. So we're not going to argue this because sex to us as Christians, mm-hmm. it has to be within the confinement of marriage. Mm-hmm. So having one post, that's a good one. But unfortunately, no. sex itself doesn't entice a Christian to actually have sex, but rather, you know, it tells us, okay, just get married. You know, that's what I don't think it's, it's, it's an issue itself. It However, though, mm-hmm. I'll tell you something. Mm-hmm. He's right because the mm-hmm. because I've sat with people who would actually encourage you. Mm-hmm. We used to have this saying when I was in university, try it before you mm-hmm. buy it. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So try it. And, and and I think that will be, you know, will be a sum of probably everything mm-hmm. in terms of would people say, oh, are you, is there sexual chemistry? Do you want to know if, if he's good or if she's good or, and all these things. But, but I don't think that is what it is. It, no, let me rephrase this. 
The reason why people like to say try before you buy it is because those people themselves have already tied themselves to other people. You can never, you would never feel the urge to try it before you buy it if, you're, if, you've, if you've never tasted it. Uh-huh. Like if you've tasted, especially you've tasted multiple people that you tasted, sorry. If you've engaged in, in, in coitus <laughs> uh-huh. with, with, with a number of people, when you do it with three, you're wondering what is the fourth like? Is, uh-huh. is, is it different? It's like almost if you smoke weed or you drink whiskey, I'm like thinking, yo, is this whiskey different? Is this whiskey different? Is this whiskey different? Mm. Is this girl different? Is this world girl different? You know, because you're always looking for something new out mm-hmm. of it. Don't I try before you buy it. When you met this girl, she was getting sarakasis and, mm. and, and this one was, was chilled. Is this the person right here in the middle? So you're always encouraged to to actually go, like test driving a car. Mm-hmm. Is it efficient? Is it, is it powerful enough? Mm-hmm. But, but that is not, because then people end up chasing the physical mm. and sex isn't only about the physical. Mm. Biblically, sex isn't just about the physical. It's way more than that. You know, as a matter of fact, some people may even argue that physicality isn't even the first thing at the top mm-hmm. when it comes to sex. So, mm-hmm. That's an argument for another day. which is, uh, I think, my favorite, because they avoid to talk about it, but it's, it's a real one. Size. When I say, man, don't you want to know if your husband is packing a hunting rifle uh, or a tiny little uh, plastic kid's pistol? After all, he knows how big your boobs are. I'm not saying size would be a deal breaker. But don't you have the right to know what's down there? Hili swala ni swala kwa kweli nyeti kidogo. Kwa sababu, this is a concern for a lot of homies. What if I'm too small? What if I'm too big? What if whatever? And of course, a lot of men have like size issues. Yani, kwa hizo size insecurities. Unajua kwa mba, okay. I would like to assume that most men, if not all of them, would like to feel like they are big, whether or not they are actually big. Every man, I'm, I'm assuming here, uh, I could be wrong, but I'm assuming, I would say, you know what, maybe not 100%, maybe I'll, I'll give 90%. 90% of men, their preferred situation would be where they are bigger than their partner. Or bigger, not say, you're like Mandingo and your partner is whatever, but I'm saying bigger in terms of, this is a real concern for dudes. I don't know about women if this is a concern for women as well, but homies are like, you know, what if the, I'm not going to be stuck in a situation where the glove is loose or the glove doesn't fit. I, I don't want to be in that situation. But I think it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a legitimate concern for a lot of guys. I'll speak for guys where they're like, what if we're not compatible in terms of size? What if we're not? You cannot grow. So I hear. Kwa hiyo, what are your preferences? You can develop over time. Kwa sababu, benam tunakuwa, tunajifunza. Size, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, if you're not compatible in that regard, you're not compatible in that regard. So this is a legitimate fear. So what do you have to say about that, Henry? Because you've been shutting down every point these guys are making. Do you have something for this one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Stupid again. Uh-huh. Um, I, think, I think this fear is, 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 is real. Uh, for most men, and I think it's a concern for, for most men, it's a concern for most women. Mm-hmm. However, this is not a real concern because 
because it's necessarily true. Mm-hmm. This is only a concern and a fear because of what you allow yourself to believe. Mm-hmm. And what you allow yourself to believe is what you allow yourself to see. Mm-hmm. Because um, people, people only start struggling with this issue once they start watching pornography. Pornography yeah. is, is the kill of everything, man. Yeah. It's, it, it gives you, it tells you what a woman should look like. Mm. It tells you what a woman should sound like. Mm. It tells you um, what a man should look like. Mm. What, what private parts of a woman should look like and what a man should look like. What orgasm should look like. And all, so but, they're creating the, the so-called and, and perfect por- and, picture. And porn is full of like footlongers, man. That's what's up. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And you've got to ask yourself that question. Like, seriously? That is, like, is, is that every guy out there? Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, I was kind of a zushu. So I was kind of when people, when brothers are around each other, when I just understand, they're gas, oh, gassing each other up. Everyone's gassing each other up. Yeah. But the issue again, it's, it's, it's private in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, men watch it, women watch it. Yes. You know? And so, the man, Akiriaki, in the back of his head, he goes, oh, okay, so I need to be that way. Mm. And believe it or not, most men will see that and they'll still compare themselves. Oh, again, comparison kills. Mm-hmm. You know, that was an episode we did. But yeah. um, people like to compare themselves to what they see, to, to what the standard is, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, in our society, we've made pornography the standard for everything sexual. Yeah. Which is, again, false. That is something that's, created um manufactured manu- that's the word mm. it's been manufactured mm. okay on purpose because i've i've talked to a lot of married couples yeah number one sex isn't like that mm. a lot of men are learning sex from pornography mm. sex isn't like that number mm. one o- orgasms aren't really like that mm. Hell, when I, back in the day when, you know, you'd even watch some of these uh, 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 pornography stars speak about it, and they're like, dude, they themselves are telling in interviews, that is not true. Mm. This, if, you, if you're having all these things, that isn't true, and that's not even, that's not even issue of size as well, issue of, 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 of uh, duration as well. That's an mm. issue for guys. Like, mm. oh my God. marathon runners in Usain Bolts? 45 minutes. You know, when mm. if you look at it medically, it's quite the opposite. And it's, mm. if you look at it medically on an average person, mm. if you did that, which medically you'd be perfectly fine, mm-hmm. people look at you and be like, nah, bro. Machemka, bro. Machemka. Machemka, bro. So, no. so you see, it's, it's a mm. twisted idea of what sex is. Mm. Now, in terms of size, again, women see the same thing. Men see the same thing. Women see the same thing. Yeah, Unfortunately, it- Sasa. Again, it goes back to now people trying, right? You go with with person A, who's different from person B. Nandomana, saishu ni kwamba kwa watu ambao wamesha shiriki kwenye tendo. Nandomana, sana, any bro, any, many, many of us are screwed kwa sababu in a sense because ushe shiriki. So, there's room for comparison. Beyond, beyond what you just saw on like a porn uh, video, mm-hmm. kumba kuna mshikaji yu lalikuja, uh, who was a foot long, alfakaja mtu mungini hapa, who was, you know, somewhere average, and then there was a dude who was like low dicky. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's David. That, that's David's name. It's, 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 a, it's an artist uh, called Lil Dicky. 
No, but who's but, famously yeah, so, known for having a small penis? So, so on 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 the spectrum. Yeah. Let's use correct language. But on the spectrum, mm-hmm. you can but you can find people who are maybe uh, highly endowed and people who are just maybe not so much endowed, right? Mm-hmm. And the only reason this is affected because number one is kind of some people don't even like it, but 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 when you could there's also society come oh a guy has to be this way. Mm. Like in again, even for women, for us men not so much really. Mm. <laughs> you know, we were just one way forward automatic as we're watching that clip, we took automatic. Mm. But but there are also issues of men. Men get turned off from women because if they don't have big butts, if mm-hmm. they don't have big boobs, mm-hmm. if they're not a specific way. The waist is in this way. No, like I think the only difference. Like, like, yeah, the only like, like booty you see at um down to come at Timbe when I wanna. But that's the not yeah. so that's that's the that's the only difference. Mm-hmm. Remember, you for a woman you don't get to see what is even for a dude, I mean you can't you see what a dude is packing, what, yeah. You don't get to see what is down mm. there. And a man you don't get to see what is down there. But unfortunately, the only thing that the fear is there with men, because Abu <laughs> We're almost we're the actual, the physical thing that's actually penetrating. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that is the fear. Of course. Like, in, somebody once put it very clearly. But all these fears, God did not intend it that way. Mm-hmm. God didn't intend it that way. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you translate that? Uh, private parts. Private parts. They're private parts because not everyone should see. Mm-hmm. After they're also saying, I'm not city at all, really. Mm-hmm. No, only three people should see that. Babako, Mamako, and... Babako, where are you? Babako, where are you? I don't know. What about Mbora, 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 You can't do anything five years. Even You can't ten, do anything, but yeah. There's nothing there. Like, as you're growing up, nobody should see. Mm-hmm. You know? And and the reason why it says, I'm not city at all, really, it's only one person, is because now even in marriage, you're not two different people, mm-hmm. you're one person now. Mm-hmm. So technically, that is the definition of a private part. Mm-hmm. And and God intended it in such a way that if we were obedient to his word, yeah. then everyone would have one sexual partner. Then you wouldn't know what the difference is. Mm-hmm. Man wouldn't know the difference in women. Women would not know the difference in men. Mm-hmm. If they sat down... Sex to them is the same. Whether you're kinky or you're not, to them it's just it ain't, it's the same thing. And I think that is how God intended it. Yeah. And I think I think the, the, the Bible does a good thing at still encouraging and still convicting people because it, it still wants to restore mm. uh the the minds of people, to renew the minds of people to understand what is the truth behind this. Mm. You know. Again, we've read five reasons of which probably there are more why people want to have. Actually, sex. there's one more to go. Okay, what's the other one? No, before we get to that, I think one thing, I'm about to, just a practical thing, uh, this whole size situation. I think again, it goes back to conversations. I think people should learn to have open conversations about it. Like you, uh, you know, if you're a girl listening and you're dating a dude and you're concerned about this, you just ask the dude, like, yo, how many inches you got? <laughs> What's the, you know inches your girth? Like just ask these questions. Have this open conversation. Because oh, well, if you're a girl and you got like pipe dreams, homeboy is not packing that. You will be disappointed. So it's best to have this conversation so you get on the same page. And it doesn't hurt to talk about it. Of course, for a guy, there'll be fear of being shamed. Okay, what if I go home and I like measure and whatever, and then you know that's not necessarily uh, you know what she is dreaming of. Then at least she knows and she can make an informed decision and you can save yourself a lot of misery with a safari. If she's gonna if that's gonna be a deal breaker for her, then good for you. So I think people should just learn to have these open conversations. You have to get to a point because Babu ku 
conceal vitu halafu mkaja kulile matatizo baadaye huko yani matatizo kwenye ndoa ni makubwa sana compared to like breaking up or unajua things not necessarily going well in a relationship without the covenant maliza mambo kumanzo kabisa so i think at the end of the day all these things that we've mentioned you need to learn to have open conversations about these things and if your church is telling you not to talk about these things you have to decide for yourself are you going to follow what the word says or are you going to succumb to the traditions of conservative men and women i mean yeah but but i think again even when you're going to have these conversations let's not let's not be quick to to jump into these conversations jump into these conversations with people that uh that you've dated uh that you are dating that, that you're dating so that you've dated and you're courting maybe mm-hmm. this issue of talking about these things or you're dating not like random coffee conversations with a group of friends no you know, when you're courting and you know okay this is the woman or this is the guy that when you're I, working towards marriage when you're working towards marriage yeah. i think then you should have you should start having this conversation yeah just as you would have conversations about finances but i say where are you financially sure. what are your you know just as you talk about all the important things bring this to the table as well what's the other one now the other one they say here is um they call it sexual issues now they say sexual problems like premature ejaculation pme uh in a very disgusting yeah in inability to get an erection or erectile dysfunction um or even an allergy to your partner's semen are all possibilities wouldn't you rather deal with those issues before you're married yeah. this way you know if the future is going uh, if this way you know if your future is even going to address this no, we've already we've already we've already talked about that's still conversation yeah we talked about the pme part you know, so uh, let's put it this way whatever you do whatever you do whatever you can bring a thousand reasons into this mm. um number one let's not go with him because we're christian right yeah from the body of believers we know and we know that that the word of god is truth mm. right in the word of god is eternal life right mm-hmm. so we are going to stand <clears throat> believing in what god says in his word yes period this is not a converse we're not here to debate on whether you should or shouldn't have no, no, sex no 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 it's a the issue is here don't it's very it's, obvious it's, it's, the word of god says don't yeah. and and that you can have 20 professors tell you, you. Have whoever it is telling yeah. you otherwise if you don't believe you will not but god is still god yes. he reigns above it all mm. he's still supreme so we're going to stand on that truth and all these things what we're just saying is is if you're willing to go into marriage and you've decided come but now okay now i'm starting to prepare the marriage then just have honest and candid conversations yes be it finances be it sex mm-hmm. be it friendships we're talking about people having conversations of you can i can't have you in a room with, with a woman alone or i can't have you actually in a room yeah with we, a man alone. maybe we can quickly touch on boundaries we've been telling people now you are the reasons why they shouldn't do it but i think and we've thrown in a few practical tips but yeah. i think of course i like that you touched on boundaries because what's going to help you remain pure in your dating is having boundaries um and i think you have to establish for yourself what boundaries work for you um you are uh, well number one before you start working on boundaries i think you have to decide that i'm going to be pure yes you just have that decision that's step number one step number one decide that mm. right and then number two work on boundaries when i say work on boundaries i mean whoever you're with you mm. got to sit down and work on these boundaries because if, if you don't you cross them mm. just because you're a christian and you're filled with the holy ghost don't mean squat means you're still human the flesh is the flesh the flesh is the flesh the flesh is, is the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak if you mm. continue feeding it 
what happens? Yeah. You, you, know, you, you drop. You're, you're going to fall because mm. you just treat it in such a way that you attract it. And that I promise you, that attraction without boundaries. Energy doesn't lie. Energy doesn't lie. Yeah. You know, it, it, it will explode at some point. Yeah. You, don't, you don't want to be pulled with energy. You just and, don't. And, and when I say boundaries, people like to think boundaries just between the two of you so that you don't have sex. Mm. I mean boundaries in terms of the two of you so that even when you are separate from one another, mm. you don't engage in certain things to release the supposed piled up energy. So mm. don't go into your room and start mm. touching yourself. Because mm. oh, without boundaries, I can escape because I'm shy. This is a woman of God or this is a man of God. So I will not mm. jump on him. But I, I can allow myself to build up all these emotions, all these sensual feelings. And then I'll just go and, and, and yeah. release it later. So I think this decision that you got to understand that you're, you're, you're bought with a price and now yes. you're a new creation and now you're sanctified by the word of God mm. and what God says about you. And now you have eternal life in you and you, you don't want to sacrifice that for, for mm. something that is so instant. It's not, it's not worth it. For gratification does, that does not last. No. You know? it, it's, not, it's not going to... Uh, I think people have to move away, and we've talked about this before, where, you know, we have to move away from pleasure to satisfaction. We have to move away from happiness to joy. Um, right. And satisfaction comes from the Lord. Um, joy comes from the Lord. Uh. Yes, sex is pleasurable, but pleasure and happiness are short-lived. Uh. And what follows, if it's premarital, then guilt, condemnation, um, shame, Whereas if it's in marriage, what follows is the satisfaction of the Lord. You get on this high of happiness and then you drop on the satisfaction. So it's good all the way through. So also on a philosophical level, try to transition from happiness to satisfaction. But I think on the boundaries now, people have all kinds of boundaries. Don't even kiss when you're dating. Um, some don't even hold hands. Yeah, some don't even hold hands. Um, some people say, you know, never be in the same room together, you know. Um, at least you know, you're not in your homes. You, know, you can be maybe in an office with, like, glass doors and, wind and, you know, walls. But don't be in the same room where, you know, if a temptation arises, you can do something about the temptation. Uh, don't be in the same car. I mean, people have all kinds of boundaries that they want to set for themselves. But I think do your research. Figure out what works for you. I think uh, I've come to learn that not all boundaries work for everyone. There are apparent ones, you know, like if you want to go like into a full-blown makeup session, then eh, you're treading on very in a very on a very thin line that you know it barely works. But I think just do your own research. Because I've heard from many people who, like you know, I read that book, The Weight, uh, Megan and uh, Devon, they would make out. They would sleep on the same bed. They would sleep on the same bed. Uh, overnight, overnight, and they and they didn't have sex. Uh, for some of you, if you do that, something definitely finna happen. So figure out what works for you and be honest. You know, the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all else. So make sure that whatever conclusion you arrive, whatever boundaries you establish, they are not uh, a result of your heart deceiving you. Make sure it comes from a pure place. Make sure it comes from a godly place. Make sure that honest before God, these are boundaries that are going to protect you and your partner and your relationship from falling into sexual sin. Mm. And when you have established those Boundaries, do not be ashamed. Yeah. Never be ashamed. Mm-hmm. But it's funny how when we have these boundaries, we are ashamed of them. 
You're protecting yourself. Why would you be ashamed of protecting yourself? Absolutely. Why would you be ashamed of having a fence around your house? Why would you be ashamed of having a padlock on your door? Why would you be ashamed of having a security guard at your house? There's no shame in protecting yourself. Mm -hmm. And everybody else needs to know that these are my boundaries, especially the person you are dating. And if they are not on board, maybe you shouldn't be seeing them. Mm -hmm. There's this tendency people have of, you know, uh, and I think it happens more, maybe more with women than it is with men. Uh, you give up... Uh, your purity to keep a brother. Or to keep a sister. Yeah, or to keep a sister. And, and, and I think my thing is, if you have to give it up to keep him, think of what else you'd have to give up to keep him in the future. If you right. have to compromise your values to keep him or keep him happy, think of what else you have to compromise in the future to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Is that really worth it for you? Right. Um, I think, I think... Um, that is it. But just just remember, this is a this is a battle that you will not win by yourself. No, you know. So if you're if you're trying to, <laughs> if you're thinking you don't you don't need those uh, guardrails, uh, then you're you're sorely mistaken. And I think I also thought about that because Manzoni, when I heard about it for the first time, I was like, dude, <laughs> I I've been able to do it. Mm. You know, ah, that's not true. You know, but there are other reasons why that was I was able to do that. But that has got nothing to do with. And then you you mess around. Sometimes you mess around, or even see people uh, who are the same have the same mindset as you. And then you know you could they fall. You're like okay. Sometimes you know learn from other people's mistakes. But also you see yourself sometimes you're with your girlfriend or maybe you're with your fiance or you're with just a girl and things can happen because of energies that we're talking mm -hmm. about. And then everything inside of you that says, uh-uh, I got to have it. Mm. I'm just waiting. As a matter of fact, if the angel of the Lord comes, I'm saying, close that door. Do not save me now. I say, I'm not missing this penalty today. You know? <laughs> yeah. So so just, just number one, get yourself away from that position. Yeah, because listen to the Joseph in you in that moment. <laughs> Listen to the Josephy. Listen to the Holy Spirit that's convicting you <laughs> in that moment, dude. You know, and as Christians, we believe we have the Holy Spirit. So listen, listen to that conviction. Number one, number two, respect, 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 um, respect your person. You respect your 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 girlfriend or your boyfriend, yeah. the person you're dating. Yeah, um, and see them as a child of God as well. Hmm. You know, people might think this is a cliche prayer, but always pray that you see them with the eyes of Jesus, man. Uh. Because otherwise, to struggle up, Michael mm -hmm. Kuna Azuri, mm -hmm. you know, and Watoto Azuri, they're probably saying, Azuri as well. So don't put yourself in that position. But going back to the original question, I mean, it's a statement. What is it? I want to have. I want to have sex first, then get married. That's that's uh, that's 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 the world. That's the worldly view. Mm -hmm. And anything we've talked about this so many times. Wherever there's conflict between the Word of God. Mm -hmm. And worldview. So if there's biblical worldview and there's world secular worldview, world whatever view. you want to call it, mm. biblical worldview will always prevail. Yes. So in other words, if anything contradicts the word of God, you got to shut it down. You have to shut it down and and, and stick with the word of God. Because yeah. in that there is that is truth. Mm. That is truth. And in that there is life. Mm. And the beauty about the word of God, it contains everything. Mm. You know, sex how it feels, everything. when to have it, everything. with who to have it. everything. All that is in the word of God. Mm. So 
rely on that. Don't rely on 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 people, man, who have who who have finite ways and limited minds and and strong cravings and and deep evil desires. Mm. But rather lean to the spirit of God, which is the spirit of truth. Yeah, you know, and and you shall not fall. You know, I was reading John yesterday, John seventeen, and it says whoever puts these words into practice mm-hmm. is like a house built mm. on a rock. So no matter what circumstance comes, you shall not fall. You'll be firm. You'll be firmly standing. Yeah. And we choose as Christians and we encourage each other as Christians and encourage you guys as Christians and whoever's listening, uh, build your house, build your beliefs, everything on the word of God. That is the rock. Yeah. That's the ultimate rock. That's the firm mm-hmm. foundation. And we shall be fine. And you build it on the rock, not because you hear what the word of God says, not because you read what the Word of God says, not because the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about what God says. You built it on the rock when you actually do it. Yeah, that's what the same verse says, mm-hmm. of course. If, if Obedience. If, obedience is key. And obedience is putting something into practice. And Jesus said, whoever listens, to, he's speaking. So whoever hears at that point. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, the Holy whoever Spirit reads. is still speaking, but we also get to read. So whoever reads mm-hmm. these words, and puts them into practice, you'll be like a house built yes. in a rock. But if you're not, you don't put them in practice. He says, you're foolish. You're a fool mm. who you built your house on Us, sand. Usiwe jengo la kichina. Ligetokia titemeko tu mzigo chini. And that brings us to our close. We started off by saying... What? <laughs> he, what he means is do not be a badly built... <laughs> Yo, can you correct that, dude? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, usiwe jengo la wakandarasi wahuni. Exactly. Ambao likitokea tetemeko tu, mzigo wote umeshuka chini. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Kuwa jengo la wakandarasi wenye integrity, wanada likitokea tetemeko, nini jengo limesimama bado. Uh, we started off with, I want to have sex first, then get married. That's the worldly view. Um, the biblical view is this. I want to get married then have sex. So we hope that if you are not on the biblical end of the spectrum, the conversation that we've had and everything you've heard from other you know, uh, people and what you've read in the word of God, the conviction the Holy Spirit has been you know, throwing your way uh, will lead you to a point where you can honestly say, I want to get married, then have sex. Yeah. You know, as you said, worship. It's worship. Your guardian angels with their, you know, feathers, one of the bear. It's you're such a character, dude. It's you know, they're like hymns being sung. Oh god. You know? But it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful situation. We close with exactly what Ben with what Ben said. Yeah. You said that we started off, that. Yeah, we started off with I want to have sex first, then get married, but the biblical view uh, is I want to get married first, then have sex. Yes. This has been the What If We Keep It Real podcast. I am your host, Ben Oden. And I'm your host, Henry Sondo. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.